Hello and welcome to the very first episode of Audio Nautic. I'm Curtis. And I'm Sam Morper. Today's guest is Star Madman. Star Madman is an electronic music solo project written and produced by Amanda Jay, who is currently located in Oklahoma City. She's influenced by electronica, dance, and new wave music. Hey! Hello, there we go. How you doing? What's up? Oh, I'm doing okay. How are you guys? It's all right, Not yeah. bad. Yeah. It's morning. I like yeah. all the bass traps and. Man, your studio is set up. <laughs> You've got an entire cool, yeah. thing with lights and flashing shit. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like your boards and stuff on Sun Warfare. <laughs> yeah, I, I like his window. Yeah. <laughs> is that a door? Don't, don't forget the water Wait, cooler. Like very, very... <laughs> cool. Uh, uh, cool. It's very scenic. Uh, it's cool. Not too bad. Where you get oh, exactly, I mean, other yeah. uh, you got the drums and the flashing lights and oh, everything. The drums. That's cool. Are you where are you operating out of? Do you have like do you have like uh, a Oklahoma set like, City. Yeah, 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 but like as like, in it's just oh like in the house. In, in the house. Yeah. Oh, okay, like in cool. a room, like the guest bedroom sort of thing. So Nice. So when people come to stay they have to work around your music essentially. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Well, I don't know. It's like disassemble it and then like half of the room. Like the drums usually go in like the closet and then you know, that's about it. But I haven't had like like guests in a long time, so it's kind of like this is the <laughs> designated studio. I think okay, cool. it'll take a lot for me to like move it around. <laughs> I mean, if yeah. if you got a choice, music or people. Oh, is that the new ADA key? Uh, yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, there it is. That thing is huge. It's pretty crazy, and it feels like a. It's like really weighted. <laughs> Feels like a grand yeah. almost, yeah. Ooh, that's what is it, Arturia? Yeah, it's the Keylab eighty-eight, uh, Mark II or MK two or whatever. So, yeah. Did it come with the uh, what's those synths they do? Uh, is it the V Lab or something? It came with something like that. I think it came with like four different like patches, like plugins, but uh, yeah. I haven't really fucked with it yet uh, because. Uh, it's just been busy trying to set stuff up and working on that remix. And cool. What are the other synths on the to your left? Uh, this is the Novation X station, and I used to gig with this. And it was like a it was a hot day, and like all of like the little like, covers of the knobs just like came off. So it's like um, they're not supposed to be white, but um, it's a pretty cool board. It has some pretty cool sounds. And I was using this as my uh, MIDI controller until I got um, that. Um, there's some dead keys. Yeah. So it's kind of useless sometimes. Um, that's the R3, the Korg R3. Um, and this is my broken M-Audio MIDI controller. So <laughs> I want to kind of open uh, it yo, up. My, <laughs> my little M-Audio MIDI is all messed up. I've had it really? since, I think, 2013. No, 20. 11. Okay. All the like pieces are missing from it. <laughs> so bad. I heard bad things I miss about it. that. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, I, I never use the knobs and stuff because I don't really automate MIDI through that. I usually like track it with my mouse. Yeah, but, okay. uh, so it didn't really matter to me. But 
but yeah, live though, when I use this Novation one, I use all the little knobs and shit. Yeah, and Mario and Novation, chinks. Yeah, see, there we go. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Can I not talk now? Crap. For sure. Um, yeah, I've I don't know. The Novation's been pretty good. Uh, I got it used for like three hundred dollars, which is a a steal. Um, and it still works minus like the dead keys. And I think I just need to open it up and, and see what's going on. It might with just be it. like an alcohol so. wipe kind of thing. Yeah. I took mine around to a guy the other day. He just ripped it open and just poured alcohol on it and then just handed it back. And he was like, there you go. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Oh. And it, I mean, it worked fine. And it worked totally fine. So it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Are just, you serious? Just poured it, yanked it oh. off. Just, it didn't speak any English. <laughs> just kind of walked up and he just went, I went, here, here, can you fix this for me, please, kind sir? And he just went, uh, and just ripped it out and just wow. gave it white alcohol everywhere and then just handed it back. And it's never been better. So, you know. <clears throat> oh, that's so good in alcohol, I guess. Try it out. Why not? It's not under warranty. So. Yeah. <laughs> what do you do? <laughs> I mean, Boards of Canada once one time said that they put coffee in theirs. Well, and they that's put like coffee. Secret weapon. I think they, they were just joking. <laughs> I, I think. I think. <laughs> Who knows yeah. with them? <laughs> yeah, it's not under warranty, so I mean, I might as well try it. It's a loser. Try anything. Yeah. Yeah. But there you go. You already <laughs> got the ADA key. Who cares? Exactly. Kind of. That's kind of how I feel about it. But the innovation has some crazy, like, bass sounds. It's pretty cool, cool things that I'm excited to, you know, do with it now that I can because I was, you know, using it as a MIDI controller. So it was kind of hard to switch back and forth between a synthesizer and a MIDI controller. Um, yeah. Ish. So. Yeah. And then the R3 is particular. So. Does that do vocoding? There's that little microphone. Yeah, it does. It's pretty sweet. When it works. Cool. When it works. <laughs> do, you, do you do much of like building your own patches? Like if you, you mentioned patches the other day. Do you, do you do much like sound design and stuff like that? Sometimes I do. If it calls for it, I will. But if it if it fits, Logic has some pretty cool sounds just already, yeah. and they'll they'll fit with a lot of things. But if I, you know, hear something and I want to tweak it, or it, you know, then I'll definitely like change it a little bit. Um, but like from the ground up, I've only done that a few times. Like I, I'm capable of it. It's just when I'm writing i'm kind of in the groove where i'm like okay i need to get this out right now and um i like i don't have time to do it at the beginning of like the writing process i'll do it like later and that's why i usually use like presets because i can just modify those later i mean kind that's, of so that's fair uh, yeah <laughs> what are the main synths you're rocking it through logic like alchemy yeah alchemy the es ex24 oh yeah yeah, yeah. Um, and man, you know, I don't it's really bad. I just don't, I don't really know <laughs> the um, exact names. It's just of a them. habit. You just go to one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll just kind of like. Do you use a lot of their stock ones? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I kind of do for sure. And I will like. That's good. Oh, yeah, they are really good. I mess with the, like the bass and stuff if I, if I need to. And like, you know, like EQing and stuff like that. If I. Yeah. It just doesn't yeah. sound right. And that will change the sound itself as well. And I don't know. Yeah. Kind of mess with it. Until do it you works. have a, do you have like a set that you keep coming back yeah. to? Or is this just a case of it's not, not pot luck, but <clears throat> when you come to something new and you're writing, it's just, okay, that sounds cool. Or is there something you just keep coming back to every time you go into it? 
um, I'm kind of more of like, uh, I'm writing and that sounds cool and I'm going to go with that. Like a, a sound will inspire a song sometimes or, you know, a part or whatever. And honestly, like most of the time, I'll start with just like a piano sound. Um, you know, I'll do like the bass on my left hand, the melody on my right hand or accompaniment on my right hand. And then if it if the song doesn't really call for piano, I'll split them up into two tracks and then find like a bass sound for, you know, the bass and a accompany like a pad or something for the uh, accompaniment or, you know, whatever. So I kind of start with piano. I don't know why, but I just start with like piano because I don't, it's just my, my instrument. So Start where you know. Yeah, I don't know. It comes together yeah. easier that way, I guess. So I know what, I know what it's going to sound like too, you know, so. Yeah. I mean, motion sure. basis from the piano itself. Yeah, I mean, I, I used to always start with guitars. Mm. Uh, yeah, Stunning, I wish like. I could do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got one up there. <laughs> uh, yeah, those are the acoustic bass. Yeah, where's the Strat? Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I don't know, man. It doesn't even, like, stay in tune. You had to know I was going to ask, though. I mean, come on. Uh, yeah, it's um. Ooh, yeah. Is it blue? Any new strings? Yeah, it's blue. I've had yeah, the like it. 16. Proper punk. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't even stay in tune. I probably should mess around with it more. But honestly, like playing um, guitar, um, I'm weak. I have like piano hands, and it like <laughs> like pressing on the stuff like hurts my like oh, my yeah. hands or my fingers. So not the like I can do the whole like wrist thing doesn't really bother me but like the pressing down um was really yeah. interesting. me up <laughs> so, the, uh, it takes time it takes yeah it, everybody I'm no no i was just gonna say because i mean i've been sitting there trying to learn how to get better at piano like i'm based i'm based on guitar but then i've, I've got i'm trying trying my best <laughs> to try and figure out how piano works so i'm sitting there playing these chords and my fingers are just on fire and it's just like yeah, it's the, really? it's the it's the chords and it's the muscle memory in it because like you're putting in and you're putting your fingers in different places, and I mean I'm just not built for it. So it's yeah. like I'm sitting there like it's kind of all about holding your hands in a certain way. Like you have to like kind of set up right and then like to get in front of the camera. Like make sure they're like kind of like hovering above the board, and it's all about how how you hold your wrist and kind of I move that way. That. I guess it's kind of like okay. typing on a keyboard. Are you? So, how long have you been playing? <laughs> <laughs> hmm. uh, piano uh, for thirty years. Wow! So since I was four. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I took I took lessons from uh, age four, four to age twelve, um, and then I uh, got into junior high band um, and played like mallets, uh, you know, percussion, um, and same with high school band, and then. Uh, you know, I just kept like writing and playing and music's always been something that I just, I hear it. I have to get it out of my head. I have to play. I have to, you know, write. And so it's just something I do, <laughs> you know? So, um, guitar, I've been playing, playing like, I can do rhythm. I don't know my scales like much at all. Um, since I was like 15, 16, um, uh, same with bass and, uh, drums around the same like kit around the same time so but I, I rarely play the kit i mean it's so loud and um you know it's just like 
kind of a bulky thing to, but I want to get more into it. I just set it up and I, I'm like, this is a good way to actually like work out too, you know, <laughs> just like get the core going on. So I'm into it. <laughs> hey, fuck the treadmill. Let's play some drums. You're killing two birds with one stone. Yeah. I mean, exactly. Exactly. Good stress yeah. reliever too. Just pounding those things. Yeah. I'm, I'm into it. So I'll try that out. Cause I mean, I honestly, I hate working out. I used to play soccer. I love like competitive sports, but, um, I blew out my ACL. Um, so I can't really do that anymore. And so I'm like, what's a good way to like work out, but like, you know, have fun and do something like pr- productive at the same time. And I'm like, drums, I can do drums. Plus you're sitting down, so, you're sitting down as well. Sure it is. So, you know, <laughs> there it is. Yeah. It's the <laughs> ultimate lazy person's workout. It's not. You have to no, do like a all. lot of stuff. It's not at all. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. It's like doing like setups in a way and then like, I don't know. It's the coordination it's too. I mean, just like if you're trying to do more complex, you know, different variations between the different hands and feet. And, oh, man. Yeah. That's what always threw me off. Yeah. No, it is kind of a, a mind fuck just like trying to get it all organized. But um, yeah, like, I don't know. It's kind of like riding a bicycle. Like I sat down to play right before I got on and I was like, man, I know how to do this. Like just play a beat. You know, I fucked up a few times, but um, I don't know. It's just as easy as it was, you know, 15 or whatever years ago, you know, learning and stuff. So I, I don't know. You never lose it from there. It's fun oh, to play. <laughs> yeah. So, do you have a way to record them? No. Uh. I have a Rode NTK which I I guess I could use as an overhead. I don't have like a stand for it really either. And I'm not really sure where to place it. This room isn't like that great for, for recording. Like the, the floor is like bamboo and the walls are, I mean, it's, you know, it's just like a, a regular room. There's some like foam insulation, but um, I don't know. I guess I could try, but also like the Rodent Decay is like a tube mic. So I'm not sure if that's like good. I don't, I'm not really a gearhead either. Like I just, I'm a composer and, and that's kind of it. I'm just not like learning about gear and production, like mixing and stuff, you know, like the, the intricate details of it, the, you know, process of that stuff. So, um, but I do have like a, a focus, right? Like, uh, I think it has eight channels and I bought yes. that specifically to record drums someday when I can have the money to get oh, drum mics. Yeah. yeah. We'll see. We'll if you got, see. If you, if you got some tape, <laughs> I'd love to. Literally, just hung it from the ceiling as an overhead. You could get yeah, yeah, and that's it, true. Yeah, and then you could really? just and you get yeah. some proper like old school yeah. Beatles stuff. Who cares what type of microphone? Yeah. Just really, <laughs> you could you could play into that reverb, really just stick it out in the back of the mix, kind of thing. It'd be like it would be really like really fifties, really fifties. Well, yeah, yeah. You could sure. even just throw. Throw uh, like MIDI drums or you know program drums on top of it, and you just have those as like the room and the added boomy live feel. You know, uh, it doesn't have to sound good. You can just have it be there. It's yeah, present. I mean, with with enough like EQing and mixing, I'm sure it can sound. I, I like that enough. philosophy. <laughs> it, just, it doesn't need to sound good. It yeah. just needs to be there. Oh yeah, you know, as long as it's there. <laughs> <laughs> That's all it is, man. <laughs> Yeah, it's in the song. Like, Come on. 90% is showing up. You just got to have it there and then just kind of fill in what you need around it. That's all it is. Yes. Yes. Wise words. Yeah. 
Um, so, uh, I was wondering, um, you, you wrote us a little bio, or you wrote, you wrote a little bio before coming in, and you speak that you were influenced by electronica, dance, and new wave. Who is new wave in your head? Who you, who you, who you, who you listen to? Depeche Mode is like my big, like my go-to. Um, they're my, they're my favorite of all time. Um, mainly because like they've put out like consistently, like really, really good stuff throughout the years. Like everything has been pretty solid in comparison to like, I don't know, The Cure, Duran Duran. Um, where else is some good ones? Um, I don't know. OMD is putting out some really good stuff too, but they weren't, they weren't ever like in the forefront of my like obsession with new wave music. Uh, Gary Newman was a big influence, like his early stuff, but his new like industrial stuff kind of veered away from like what I found endearing about his music. Um, so yeah, Depeche Mode's kind of kind of my my go-to, but more of the electronic side, synthesizer-y side of of new wave music was my are my influences for sure. I mean, The Cure has, like, the guitars and stuff, but, like, they have such an interesting sound. Like, just each album is, like, different, and that's something really cool to me. But, um, trying to think. Tears for Fears um, is a big one. Um, who else? Man, mm -hmm. why am I drawing a blank? Um, a New Order, of course. Uh, gosh, who else? Um, but, yeah, like, in, in that vein of, of New Wave music is my is what makes me happy it's like kind of the music that makes me happy honestly so um so yeah. the, i mean is it how, when you, how do you feel does it come out i mean obviously you're piano based i mean you can quite clearly see that you're piano based is that is that is that that's the new way of coming through then i assume is it are you taking it from there and basing it on that yeah i mean i i would say that and also like lyrically i feel like more drawn to the lyrics of new wave music because I feel like they're a lot more um, poetic. Um, I also like the twist of like really happy songs with like really depressing lyrics. That was, it's, it's kind of like sarcastic in a way, but it's, it's interesting. Um, and I, I like that a lot. Um, what else? I mean, the synthesizers, of course, I think that's what, I mean, being a pianist and then hearing this, you know, synthesizer music growing up, I was like, this is, what I was just drawn to, just, you know, I don't know. It's, uh, it's kind of just what I, what I love, I guess. Um, Would yeah. you say that that influence is what led you to start adding vocals to your own tracks? Well, okay. Um, I actually started when I was like, I mean, I've always like written lyrics and heard vocal melodies and stuff. I just, um, as, and my earlier stuff, like on Reverb Nation has vocals but I was never confident in my voice and that's the reason why I kind of just stopped doing vocals for a bit um and uh, I don't know I just got to the point where I was like well I'm, I'm hearing these lyrics I'm hearing these melodies I'm just gonna I'm gonna try it out and just just roll with it and see what happens um and then with like enough effects things start to sound good <laughs> so um yeah like um, and I also, I don't know, I just, I, I, yeah, I just hear these melodies. I hear like lyrics, you know, that go with the melodies sometimes. And I'm just like, I, I want to try it. I want to try it again. So I, I don't know. I've become more comfortable with my voice over the past, like maybe like six months or so, just like 
accepting it, you know, and like finding my voice for sure. Yeah. It's difficult. I'm shy about it too, but um, I don't know. I feel like I can't help it. I feel like this is, it's something I need to do. So yeah. I did it. <laughs> I guess. You can't fight your nature, can you? Like, so do the, so you, uh, do you sit down and do the lyrics and the music, do they kind of come together simultaneously? Or are we, are, are you writing lyrics and? Sometimes. Some, it's, it's kind of all over the place. Um, sometimes I'll write, I guess it's like a poem, like stuff will come to me and it'll just like flow out and I won't hear anything with it. Sometimes it's a melody that's stuck in my head and then lyrics kind of like piece together. Um, and then I'll have to like kind of write the story or the rest of the lyrics out later. Sometimes it just like comes all at once and I'm just having to write over and over and over. Mostly that happens in the shower. Um, and I actually have like a waterproof uh, notepad that I like just set nice. down and like write in the shower. But like, it's like, I gotta do this. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So it's kind of like, it's kind of random. Um, I mean, sometimes I really have to like think and like, you know, make it work. But I mean, it, it is like just all over the place for sure with the lyrics so and sometimes it's w really weird i'll hear like different voices um singing the melody lines um there's a so song i wrote called open eyes it's not out yet um it will be and like in the chorus i hear like a deep like male voice doing like you know a harmony and so i have to like translate that into the song to make it work um which you know, I, I did with like a, I think the vocal synth, the isotope vocal synth. I'm yeah. Pretty sure. um, so, I mean, sometimes I just hear really weird stuff and I just have to make it work. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Because you were talking earlier about, you know, always starting with piano. Do you like have a key or something you want to start in with the song or do you just usually just get to the keyboard and just see what pops out? If I'm just writing from scratch, if I don't hear anything in my head already and I'm just like setting behind the board, I'll probably start in D minor major, A minor major. I try to stay away from C. It's just too happy. Um, I know, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, it's just like, I don't, like, don't want to do this. <laughs> G. Unless you bring in like modal chords. Yeah, I mean, sometimes it'll, you know, go to C, but like I... I don't know, I tend to not start in C unless like the song comes to me in that key. And then, you know, I'll have to just translate yeah. it the way I hear it. But if I'm just like messing around, it's it's usually like it's usually a minor key. Um and yeah, like a um G is a, a nice one as well. Um E, yeah. Those are those are pretty much the ones. E's E's the workhorse. What do you mean? Why? I don't know. I just feel like E, you can get it all, especially if you're doing like not just major or minor, but E Dorian or I mean, they all work, but like E just has that thing. I, see, I think because yeah, it's also that's guitar. Your guitar head, isn't yeah, it? I was about to say. E. Yeah. Well, I no, I, I, I don't have any guitar tuned to E. They're all in A, and A sharp, and C. So I mean, I, I can't speak to that. <laughs> I've never heard of that. I've like heard of drop D tuning, but never okay, like. So yeah, drop A is like. What, six down from drop D or something? It's, it's, it's a lot down. It's basically a baritone guitar, but you, you, well, no, you can do F yeah, sharp. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can get pretty crazy, but you need like eight strings for that. But yeah, drop A is like basically baritone, which is B instead of A, and then you drop it. So it's like the drop D of baritone. But it sounds good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's interesting. And um, yeah, like I, I guess E would be good for like a band because that's, I mean, most people are tuned to E. So yeah. But that's crazy that you do that. When it comes to, <laughs> I'm just touching back on your vocals. You put them into the door. You've got your chords. You've put them all down and that kind of thing. Are you processing your vocals much? I I hear lots of kind of distortion and kind of slightly psychedelic, trippy kind of manipulations in in your backing vocals and stuff underneath. Are you are you yes. fiddling with that? What what are you doing? I just kind of. Um kind of just do whatever until it, it sounds right um i guess i mean like compression for sure uh reverb sometimes delay um what else i've been messing around with like the vocal synth thing i just got that because it was on sale um and what else you know just like uh some eqing but not like crazy eqing it's more just like like reverb um you know, sometimes delay, some just like the heavy kind of compression stuff as well. Um, and I'm kind of new to that stuff as well. I'm kind of new to vocal mixing and processing. So I'm really just messing around until I like it. Um, I, I always, I don't always like know like exactly what to do on it. Um, uh, Michael's given me some good advice and also uh, Byte Mapper. He's another um, mixing dude. Um, and artist um and he's given me some advice on, on on vocals as well but i kind of just like i don't know just try whatever until it sounds good honestly or until i like it serendipity like, What's like that? just letting it go <laughs> and just working it out through experimentation yeah that's fantastic yeah i mean just because i'm new to it i feel like i don't know like exactly like what to do in a way so i don't really have like a process you know, just it just happens. So, kind of. <laughs> so, what about on uh, the new track, Sober? What was your uh, chain for the vocals on that one? Because I love the delay on it. And I'm curious um, if you had it on the track or if you did like a bus. Okay. Well, see, the vocal, okay. There was a demo that I put the delay on. Um, and it was just like, I think I used it as a, what are they called? Like an insert. Um, on each track and it was it was a delay um but um blue sirens wanted to send it to um tyler garcia at 33rd street studio and he was like just give me the raw vocals and he actually um he didn't have the delay on there and i was like can you please put like the delay on there because i really like i really like that part um so um <laughs> yes. it was all kind of him who did the vocal mixing on that one okay but um yeah i was like i like the delay i, I want it there um he did a really great job with it so yeah so no that's interesting <laughs> it's uh it's nice to see it get to the stage where i suppose you can you you have this idea and then and i i i i i've um i i get very protective over my work and i'm like no this is mine i'm gonna deal with it you know but it's very cathartic to see that you can go right, I, I I want this, and then you can you can tailor it to what you want it to do, and then give it to someone to kind of move on, and then maintain the creative process in your own way. I think that's I think that's really cool. I think it's really cool. Yeah. No, I mean, like he did a great job mixing it for sure, and 
yeah, I do have like certain things where I'm like, okay, this part has to be this way. This is how I hear it. This is what I want. And I'm, you know, I'm open to, to suggestions, but sometimes I'm like, I don't know, sometimes I won't budge. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I really I like it. So. <laughs> yeah, you got to stand your ground. So when you... <laughs> does your process change like you're okay so you're writing say you're writing on your own and say because obviously you've just done a collaboration with what's it blue blue sirens the um does your process change depending on whether you're working alone or whether you're collaborating with someone else like how does it change for sure um i feel like there's more like deliberation working with um a collab i feel like there's most of the time i get like stems and like the song's already there and i'll add some you know something usually vocals um lately the collab with lethem i actually wrote that um as a, a full song like all the all the sense and you know all that stuff and i was like i i kind of hate the percussion i did so like do you mind i would just like try something different and he like ended up like putting a bunch of like really cool, I don't know, filters maybe just like to the, like the piano part, um, you know, adding these like really cool, like trap kind of sounding like trip hops, uh, you know, uh, drums and stuff. And um, so that was like a, a bit of a different collab because like, I, I like wrote the, the synth parts and stuff and then he kind of messed with it. Whereas like Blue Sirens and um, Sign of Crows, um, the, I don't know, the collab with, with uh, you, with Sun Warfare, um, but the track's already there, and I just have to, like, add stuff to it in a way. So um, it just kind of depends on the collab, like, um, what it calls for, what what I hear with it, you know. Um, and versus my own stuff, it's more, like, kind of experimental. Um, I feel like there's no set, like, deadline, so I don't feel, like, super pressured to make it sound a certain way. I kind of just go with the flow of it. Um, whereas like working with people, I don't want to like, like veer too far off of what the original sounds like sometimes, unless it calls for it. <laughs> with alone, obviously you've got your face there and it's plot, it's plastered and it's, you've obviously used your face to market it and put it through there, which is a big hurdle for a lot of people, especially like a beginning when they're starting out to put their face out there and show the people, this is me and this is what I'm doing. Like, but you, do you, okay. do you have, how, did you have a problem with that? And if so, like, how did you like talk yourself out of that hole? I suppose. Um, I don't think I really like had a problem with. Uh, I don't know. Like, I never. It never like occurred. It didn't occur to me like that. I was just like, okay. Um, I kind of named it that, in a way, just to set a mood because, like, I, I mean, I do this all alone. Um, so it you know, it was kind of like a, a barren album cover was just like, that's me. And it's like, uh, I don't know, um, like kind of like a, a vulnerable thing as well. So, um, yeah, I just feel like it, it kind of like set a mood or a tone, whatever for the, um, for the album. That's cool. I guess. Cool. In a way. I mean, like I said, you, so, you... yeah, but I wasn't really scared or, <laughs> uh, I mean, with enough like filters, I mean, it can look like art and it's not just like a picture of me. Like I wasn't going to like put a picture of me, like smiling, posing with like flowers or something as like that album, you know, cover, you know, I just wanted it to be appropriate, you know, as well. It's good. I mean, it's nice. It's like I say, it, a lot of people struggle putting it out. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's wonderful to see 
Like people who are just. That's surprising to me. Really? I don't know. But, but, yeah, I don't know. It just seems like why not just be like, here, here I am. This is this is me, and I don't know. But especially if you're not like a, a graphic <laughs> artist. I, I don't know. I think yeah, it's. A, I think I, so. I think it's wonderful. Like I you say, that. like, I, I, that's a wonderful mindset to have. The idea that yeah, yeah. doesn't matter. Like this is me. But come on, yeah. this this is me. You know, we live in that age <laughs> where everyone's. In. Yeah, that's. Um, no, that's a great. That's a great mindset. Yeah, it's just it's surprising to hear. Like I get super anxious about using pictures of myself. You always get hypercritical. I mean, it's just like with releasing music. You get hypercritical about your own stuff. You know, so it's just one of those things. Yeah, I guess. I guess as I got older, I was just like, I don't really care. Like I, one of the really the main reason I put out um, for you, which I actually like put out in like Bandcamp or whatever in like 2012. Um, the reason I wanted to distribute it through Spotify was like because I wanted to just like throw it on some playlist and listen to it. It wasn't to like you know make a a splash or whatever. I was just like I don't know. I just want to listen to this in the playlist. So um, yeah, that's why I decided to put it out. Wait, so hang on. You you put it on Spotify purely so that you could listen to listen to it on Spotify. I mean, That's yeah, because cool. I listen to Spotify a lot, and I know, like, I'm not supposed to or whatever the fuck, <laughs> but <laughs> like, I wanted to throw it on some playlists, and um, yeah, their algorithms are, are really great, though. Um, I mean, the Discover Weekly, like, I don't know, like, it, it, they, they could, like, make, like, DJ mixes, but because their songs are so well, um, I don't know, like, put together, if, if you, like, put it on shuffle or something like it, they flow really easily it's kind of just surprising that their algorithms are so good like that so yeah spotify is like you know the, like good and bad i guess Very cool. oh yeah i mean i so. I, lo- I loved it well i mean the idea that mm-hmm. I, i'm coming back to the idea that you, you do this for you i mean it, you're doing this to keep yourself kind of sane and happy and like you're putting it up purely so that it's there for you to grow and be a thing and kind of be happy in existence I don't know. yeah sick, man. i mean that was for like the first album i mean now i'm trying to i don't know maybe i don't know maybe, maybe i like i also want people to be happy and like i want people to be inspired by it as well but um you know it got it, it was just like uh, i don't want to be afraid to like put it out i want to i'm just gonna do it it's you know philosophy. so it's a sick philosophy i did it yeah, that's a that's a good <laughs> mindset. <laughs> like I don't care anymore. <laughs> but yeah, some water. What are you working on at the moment? Um, wow, a lot of stuff. Um, I have the remix for there's like a, a knot in here. Um, the remix for uh, Sun Warper, um, here and um, which is is due like i think next month so i'm kind of like i need to get it get it done it was like it's kind of like my first remix too so it's um i'm really anxious about it i want it to sound good i don't i don't want to fuck it up um so i think i'm gonna spend (laughs) i don't know we'll see what happens (laughs) (laughs) i'm just kidding i'll throw it in but i mean i don't know if you like it because it it went to like drum and bass instead of like halftime like the original is We'll see. It, it may change. So I want to give myself some time for that. Um, I also have some collabs, like uh, Lethem wants to collab again. Um, there's a Oklahoma DJ that uh, we're working on a collab. Uh, Love Sun is his moniker. Um, 
actually wrote this down because there's so many. Um, a good friend of mine, Corey Perschbacher, who does film scoring, we have like this idea of a concept album. Um, it's it's really interesting um, where it's like about this like hiker who loses his family and he finds this cave and uh, it, some crazy stuff happens. And so we have like this interesting concept album going on. Um, and who else? Uh, oh, Sign of Crows is sending, sent me some stuff as well. Um, yeah, I think that's the collabs that are like in the works and I'm, I'm trying to prioritize, there's so many, I'm trying to prioritize them like by due date. That's why I'm working on the remix first. Um, and then I also have my own stuff, which I think is all finished and mastered and ready to be released, which I'm just going to like do over the, the next couple of months because it's already done. But um, I'm just doing singles for now just to get content out. And um, yeah, uh, I also want to do like a classical album as uh, Amanda J. Like, uh, I was thinking about putting it out as Star Madman, but um, Seagak, uh, the guy behind uh, headphone music, was like, you should just do it as Amanda J, like composer type of stuff, because it is it is kind of different. I do have some like soundtracky stuff as Star Madman, but it, I mean, this is like orchestral kind of sounding stuff, like, so I don't know if it will fit, and I'm kind of anxious about like adding another artist and start like starting over again yeah you know? that's that's i was gonna ask i'm curious what was his reasoning behind not doing it confusing listeners or something <laughs> i mean i guess so but i i guess because classical music usually has like people's names as the artists and not like um but there's like neoclassical with like alluvium i mean all artists like that stars of the lid yeah I guess we'll see. I, I don't know. We'll see. And then Corey Persbacher also wants to just put it out as our names because he, he was like, I really can't think of, think of a moniker or yeah, or whatever right now. Um, so let's just, you know, put it out as our names because it's, it's kind of classical or soundtracky as well. So I guess just, it's just like putting um, my toes in the water or whatever that phrase is um, and seeing what happens you know, putting out music as Amanda J instead of Starman. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. It gives you the ability to kind of market or dare I say, promote yourself in a completely different way. Like, I suppose it gives you the idea. It gives you the option to completely dive into Amanda J and then create another persona around that kind of thing. What you want to show yeah. us, what you don't want to show us. And which, I mean, you, there's yeah. so many avenues to explore if you were to do that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, I mean, because I really want to go like full classical. That's why I got the 88 key is just to do like kind of like piano heavy classical music. And I like like you said, like it, it doesn't really feel like Star Madman. Like, it could be like its own album as Star Madman. But, you know, also I would love to like just do more stuff for film. I really enjoyed doing that. And I, I don't know, people are saying people are saying that it's like just easier to cross that line if you um have your your actual name this on there is, this is what they say so. like the trying to trying to get in <laughs> trying to get in under a moniker it always puts you in like the indie kind of underground stuff but then if you've got a, a proper dare i say christian name it, for some reason people seem to like it you know what i mean <laughs> the um yeah, yeah like no one no one no one listens to no one no one 
wants to know a moniker, they want to know the person, especially in the, in the in the film school world, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, I already have like some stuff on IMDb. I did like uh, some trailer work for uh, what was the name of that? Um, Death and Compromise. It was like a western, and I did like a you know like a trailer. Um, and so they put me on IMDb. DB. I also did something for uh, this guy in Texas, and it was like a, it was like a, a a film actually. And Corey actually and I scored that. This was like eight years ago or something. Um, so I mean, I I already have like a you know an account or presence or whatever on IMDb. So I might as well just like roll with it and why not? Yeah, might as well. <laughs> you know, so. We'll see. Yeah, I want to go back to the collaborators real fast because I'm curious, as Curtis and I have talked about the different ways we approach people. So I'm curious when it comes to collabs, like how do you go about approaching it? Like the subject of doing a collab? Um, usually I'll just be like, hey, do you want to collab? Which has never really worked out. Um, <laughs> the time people I mean, just... is it like with a random, like, or someone you've, like, do you make a connection first? Um, yeah, definitely. Like, make a personal connection. Try to be like, yeah. hey, like, you know, um, we'll chat and get to know the person as well. Because, like, I don't know. I don't want to, like, collab with, like, a cute and on person either. Because, I don't know. I'm pretty political, too. So I don't want to be. <laughs> that's a whole different thing. But, like, I want to get to know the person before I start to do business with them as well. Because you never know. Um, but, yeah, it's it's much better to to get to know them and then see if they want to collab. Some people are just like, no, I'm too busy. Um, and honestly, I haven't really been asking much. Like when I first put out a loan, I asked some people and I don't think they even responded. Um, so I kind of just gave up on it. And then um, people just kept hitting me up and I was like, yeah, let's do it. Why not? So, uh, you know, that's that's kind of how the collabs recently you know, Blue Siren, Let Them, Sign of Crows, uh, Sun Warper. Um, they all just hit, hit me up. And they're like, do you want to do this? I'm like, sure. So it's fun. It's exciting. It's new. Yeah. I'm shy too. I think that's, that's, that's a real commentary <laughs> through the, a lot of our work, just this sheer, that, that kind of boundary. It's like, I don't want to talk to people. I don't want to deal with people, but I need to deal with people. And I want to deal with people at the same time. So, I mean, yeah, I think you're in yeah. good company. I think you're in good company. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, this is fun. <laughs> and all y'all are really talented, too. So it's it's nice to work with people who get, like, the style of music that, I guess, the electronic music, that whole, like, I don't know, ambient kind of, like, I don't know, electronica vibe and stuff as well. So, I mean, my whole uh, music career, I've played in, like, rock bands pretty much. Um, and like electronic music isn't really like a thing here. Like there's some, but, uh, you know, it's dance music and DJs at clubs and stuff. I don't really know many like electronic band here, if any. Um, so it's, it's nice to meet people who get it and it's cool that technology has allowed us to collab like this. It's, 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 it's awesome. So thankful to the tech gods. When you write, are you, do you focus on just like building like one section and then structure it? Or do you kind of have a structure you want to follow? Depends, I guess, on what, this, what the song calls for. Um, 
and my stuff, I guess, is like kind of like AB, AB, maybe like throw a C in there, like format sometimes. But um, I mean, some of it can be like um, like the ambient sort of chill, like just go with the flow, morphing kind of stuff as well. It really just depends on if the song is coming from like in my head like from like the antenna in my head that picks up stuff that I need to translate out. Um, or if I'm just, you know, messing around starting from scratch, you know, behind the board and just seeing what happens there. So it really just it depends on how it, I don't know, it just depends really. So I kind of do both ways. Okay. So. That's cool. Yeah. Cool. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. Um, so, um, if, well, if and when, I mean, where can we find you? So where can we, if we were to uh, go and find your stuff, where can we find you? Where can we find your socials? Where can we find your uh, music, that kind of thing? Um, I have like a link tree, which has like tons of links that are associated with me. It has my socials, uh, it has my, um, my, you know, music streaming, like, you know, Google, Apple, Spotify, Bandcamp. Um, it's uh, Linktree forward slash Star Madman. Pretty sure. Yeah. Um, and then there's also uh, campsite dot bio slash Star Madman, which have which has like the exact same links. I actually made a a campsite because there was this one day when like Linktree just went down, and oh. I was on Twitter and, and like something popped up and it was like a an ad for campsite that bio and they were like hey when link trees down we'll be up and i'm like i, I, well smart. <laughs> so I was like that it was pretty smart clever. marketing they got you <laughs> so, so yeah go, campsite. i know yeah it was very smart <laughs> it worked um so yeah so i think it's link l-a-n-k-t-r dot e-e forward slash um start batman um and then the campsite.bio forward slash star madman. Um, yeah, so that's that's where they're all located. Thank okay. you for coming in. Uh, <laughs> thank, thanks for sitting with us and chatting with us for today. It's been really cool. Really nice to, yeah, it's really good fun. Oh, really good great. fun to get to know and kind of find out about, yeah. uh, find out about the artist underneath all the music, that kind of thing. Thank you. I really appreciate it, and it's um, nice to be amongst peers who um, who care and get it. You know, so I really appreciate it. Talented peers to to ask me about yeah. my no, music. That's really cool. That's cool. I'm, I'm yeah. Humbled. Uh, we really appreciate you coming <laughs> and breaking down some of your process. Uh, you know, it's like it's it's interesting to hear how every artist approaches it differently because it's all so subjective, and there's no set way, but we can all learn from each other's way. So it's always good to hear okay. how someone else does it, especially someone when you really appreciate their music and you want to know, like, man, how do they go about doing it that way? Like, cool. so thanks for, coming on. thanks for coming on. Yeah, no, that's I mean, really cool. Thank you. you. You've kind of broken the ice. Well. This is the first. This is the first episode. So like, you're truly the guinea pig, so so it's like it's 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 oh, beautiful. Though, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's beautiful in that sense. So it's really cool. Yeah, we'll be sending you a survey <laughs> after. <laughs> It's a quick two-minute survey. <laughs> you can decline if you want, but we prefer that you didn't. Okay. I'll let you know. I'll, you know, I'll get That's back cool. to you. <laughs> no, this is great. This is my first interview, uh, video interview as well. So 
I really appreciate you guys asking me to do this. We will, it was really we'll cool. definitely come and get you again. We'll definitely come and get you again uh, when we can. That'd be nice to see. Yeah. Cool. Um, cool. All right. Cool. Thanks for joining us. We'll have new episodes every Wednesday. In the meantime, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Audio Nautic or Audio Nautic Sounds.